This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. I got to say this. As soon as we went live, I had a barging two-year-old running in here with the stinkiest diaper that I've ever smelled in my life. I mean, that thing's got to be massive. And we will be talking about the Rudy Poos of the week. I'm going to call that diaper the Rudy Poo of the week. All puns intended. <laughs> but nevertheless, we are live. Let's go. Let's have a good show. Let's have a good time. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, as we do every night. Ed Orgeron gives some insight into his program. Going to be interesting to, uh, to to talk about what Ed talked about today uh, and, and some key things. Was around LSU today, picked up on some things. I will say I was at LSU today and, and, and talked to some people, picked up on some things. We'll talk about that. As we do every day or every Tuesday, we talk about or we do the hashtag Ask Blake. We'll put that in there. We will talk some recruiting, um, some guys maybe to watch out for, some guys you know, maybe some guys that you don't that could be popping soon. Uh, Darius Days returns to LSU. Um, is this going to be Will Wade's best team that he's had to date? We will talk about that and your nominees. Put your nominees inside the Rudy Poo of the Week. Who is your Rudy Poo of the Week? Put that inside the chat. And I do have to ask you guys a favor. 
you're going to have to let me know when this College World Series starts because I can't really monitor. Oh, well, there it is. There we go. Never mind. I thought we were in a rain delay. I guess we aren't. Oh, yeah, we are. So we are in a rain delay, so we will monitor uh, the College World Series. I really do hope Mississippi State wins tonight. I want this to make it a series, uh, but we'll see. It's going to be really tough. Uh, Ryan Tibbler says, hey, Blake, did you share that tweet with Max and his bid, uh, his dad, Brad Johnson? Yeah, I did share it. Um, I said, that's your quarterback. So, yes, I did see uh, uh, Max Johnson with his dad. A lot of people are freaking out and saying, well, man, well, 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 well um, uh, Miles is with uh, Jake Pete somewhere. Well, we're gonna, we'll talk about that a little. That, that means absolutely nothing. Like, literally absolutely nothing. All right, so let's get to a couple comments, uh, and then we'll we'll pay some bills, and then we'll get right into it. Nookie says he's locked and loaded. Kenny says that he's watching. Danny says, let's go, Blake. We are live that. We are. Shannon Williams says the same. Uh, and Dwayne D says it looks like the baseball transfer guys may be shining down on the Tigers after all. That we are. And it's not going to be the only uh, transfer portal news that we talk about tonight. Is Dare Rosenthal, the starting left tackle who is going to be putting his name inside the transfer portal, is Scott Woodward and LSU going to be fighting to get him back on campus? Could this be a bigger day? Meaning, could this be a bigger thing off the field for LSU compliance down the road than anything else? Than anything else? More than Dare Rosenthal being on the field, can LSU finally change the tide, some puns intended, on this LSU uh, we compliance? We'll talk about what's going on with Dare Rosenthal uh, as well. So let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started. None better than – and I got I to gotta take a special uh, – Time to, to or something special to say about GM Varno and Sons. A guy by the name of Derek messaged me today and told me that he went over to GM Varno and Sons. He had to get his windshield wipers, air filter, oil change, something else with his tires was messing up. He was in and out within forty five minutes, and that's all because of the great technicians that L, that not that LSU that GM Varno and Sons do have. So I want to give a shout out to Derek and always thank GM Varno and Sons, but none better than our good friends over at GM. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. That is what GM Varno and Sons will do for you today. They do it all. You break down on the side of the road, GM Varno and Sons will be there for you today. They've got 63 years of experience. Give them a call today. Set up an appointment at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by, and you will get that discount. Also, our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys with mobile betting coming to the state of Louisiana very soon. you got to go over to betonline.ag. Sign up today. Use your mobile device. It's getting hot outside. I know it's raining a lot in this state, but it's getting hotter outside, and nothing's hotter in the state of Louisiana than betonline.ag. Get on over there today. Use that mobile device. Sign up, and then you'll get 50% off your first deposit in that welcome bonus. And if you're in the state of Louisiana, they will know that your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, sent you a bond. Again, that's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Uh, Craig Schilling says, and we are live. Ryan Guidry 
says, will the Tigers keep dare, truth or dare, pun intended? Okay, so we started off two shows in back-to-back days about Dare Rosenthal. Let me start off by saying this. Um, regardless if Dare Rosenthal comes back to LSU or not, so let's take this off of the field for just a second. LSU, Scott Wilbert, uh, uh, Ed Orgeron, and company, and company, are going to be fighting for this compliance. They're going to be fighting to get this kid back on campus. Um, this sets a precedent for down the road. Last night, we talked about Scott Woodward and the compliance and the, and the drug policy that is, that is more, um, I don't want to say more strict, but it is pretty much more strict than everybody else in the SEC. I think this is a time where Scott Woodward, Ed Orgeron, and company, and, and staff, can come together as a unit and not fight for just Dare. This is more than Dare Rosenthal. Do I think he's a great player? Yes. Do I think he's a good player? Yes. Do I think he can come back, start left tackle? Absolutely. Do I think that they need to run his butt, you know, for discipline? You know, we all, everybody that plays football, we know what that's like. You get in trouble, you got to do the pair crawls, you got to run. Everyone knows what that's like. But I think that this this is going to be more than just, hey, Dare, we, we need Dare Rosenthal back. This is going to go on not just in a couple in a few seasons from now. This is going to go on 10, 15, 20 years from now. And can LSU and Scott Wilbert and Ed Orgeron set a precedent for what happens in the future? If they do that, if they do that, I think it would be huge for LSU because you get that that small little monkey off of your back. Guys, if we're going to decriminalize marijuana and you can legally purchase marijuana and do things, but yet your compliance and LSU's compliance says that you can't, it's not going to be, and other states are doing it, it's going. It's not going to be great on the recruiting trail. We will talk some recruiting tonight. LSU's got to get this done. This is bigger than Dare Rosenthal. Now let's talk about Dare and getting back on the field. I do hear that, that Ed is fighting for uh, uh, Dare to come back. Um, there are individuals, Mike Scarborough on, from TigerBait.com posted it on his Twitter today, so you need to go over to TigerBait.com, and he and he, and he ha- lays it down in there on what he's hearing about Dare Rosenthal. Uh, early this morning, there were some rumblings about uh, Ed Orgeron wanting to Dare to come back so that they can fight for this compliance, so they can fight for him to get back on this on this team. Guys, a left tackle is 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 a big deal on that O line. Getting a guy like that that has a lot of experience and a lot of talent is huge for LSU. Like it, it, it's not small potatoes; it's huge for LSU. They got to be they got to find a way to try to get this kid back in there. There's no questions about that. So we're going to monitor what happens with with LSU and Dare Rosenthal. Now, last night, a lot you know there were a lot of recruiting people telling you that they thought that Dare Rosenthal was going to Kentucky. Last night on this show, I told you that Baylor would be on the mix. That's what I told you. From Jump Street, Baylor is in the mix for Dare Rosenthal. I think for the first time in Dave Aranda's tenure, you have a recruiting battle, and it's crazy because this isn't technically a recruiting battle necessarily from getting a recruit to sign, but it is to get one of your starters back. It's going to be the first recruit or first kid, first guy, first athlete, first guy that can come in your program and start, regardless of what team he goes to, 
comes back or goes two, and Dare Rosenthal is the first time that Ed Orgeron and Dave Aranda will face off. Who's going to win that battle? Now, Ed's got a lot more pro- or issues that he's got to overcome. Now, if he can go out there and beat Dave Aranda, it's like the 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 mentor. You know, it's like the um, the mentor. T- if you know, there's an old saying, uh, um, "Patience, grasshopper." There, the mentor is going to be teaching Dave Aranda something in recruiting. If he can come back and get Dare Rosenthal to start on this team, that if he can get him to come back on this team, going to be interesting to watch. Dave Dave Aranda is a good recruiter. He's not Ed Orgeron. Um, some people have asked me, they asked me last night and they asked me today, since I've talked about Ed Orgeron, I have made my piece and I've said what I needed to say about Ed Orgeron, about the Title IX allegations. And, and, and look, people need to understand what the difference between allegations and truth are. Example, Catholic High and them getting suspended and having, or not suspended, but having Two state championships revoked from them and two state runner-up championships taken away from them is not an allegation, okay? It's not an allegation when you prove someone doing true. There are documents to that. We have them, all right? I have documents of Catholic High cheating. So let's not act like that it didn't happen. Let's not act like that. That's not alleged. What is alleged is Ed Orgeron, who came out today in Sports Illustrated, the Georgia Sports Illustrated, I forget the Rudy Pooh from Georgia, who said today that Ed Orgeron is in deep doo-doo. Well, then you're then you're calling Ed Orgeron a liar. And due process hasn't played that out yet. So here on this show, we're not going to spend much time on it tonight because, quite honestly, I've made my peace with it. Let's see what due process plays out. Going to be interesting with the um, with what happens, though, with Dare Rosenthal. Brian Viator says, let's go. We are live that we are. Nookie says, bring me the catcher. That can hit Blake's weight, um, <laughs> Nookie. That ain't. That's funny, Nookie. That's funny. I'm a husky guy. I got some muscles. Hurrah! This, I, you know, I'm 98% muscle, 2% fat in my right toe. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Craig Schilling says the naked Jaybird, who is my son Ben who we have uh, uh, given him the nickname of the Naked Jaybird. Yes, he, he he ran in here, he opened the door, drops an absolute bomb. And I know this is going to be, uh, you guys don't want to hear it, but that's why if you heard the mic, I was like, oh, God, massive. Uh, Darren says baseball transfer on Facebook, says baseball transfers, basketball players staying, and Ed putting – some other things together. Let's go. Look, guys, it's been it's it, it's been a good day. I I am kind of looking forward to the day um, that we sit on here and we talk nothing but sports. Had have had a lot of people and, and look, not just not local people. Like I, I haven't had local people asking me about this Ed Orgeron thing. It's national people. Guys, they they read a headline. They read something that Gilbo puts out there. Gilbo, you better get this fact straight, my brother. I mean, I've had Glenn on this show, and we've debated this. Sharon Lewis has been caught on on in a recording of breaking the law. Or not not Sharon Lewis, a uh, Gloria Scott. She then implicates Sharon Lewis in there, saying she spoke with Sharon Lewis, and now she wants her money. 
Let's not act like LSU doesn't have, there's not two sides of this coin. I keep saying this over and over. So, I'm not going to be continue to talk. So, it is uh, a good thing. Uh, Kenny, on time advantage, on Periscope, says, still in a rain delay. Yeah, that sucks, man. That sucks. At least we get the show in. I see a lot of Rudy Poos of the week. We're, we're going to wait for the Rudy Poos of the week. So, everybody putting the hashtag Rudy Poo of the week, wait until after the uh, this next commercial break or sponsor break, and then put them in there, and then we'll go. Uh, Justin says, how many players from LSU do you expect to transfer out? Uh, are you talking baseball or, or football? Because if you're talking football, I don't see many. I could see some. I don't see many. I do think for baseball, I think that you're going to see some. I think that you can have an overhaul. I think you could have six, seven, eight guys um, possibly transfer, but you're going to have some guys that go into the draft. You know, I, I a lot of people say that to me that they feel that Landon Marceau's not coming back. Uh, I think that that kid might come back. Uh, Dwayne D says, Trey Morgan, Jacob Berry, Dylan Cruz in the middle of that lineup. Well, let's, they won't be in the – look, I'm just going to tell you now, those three guys won't be in the middle of the lineup. Those three guys will be in the top. So then you got Gavin Dugas, Kay Doty. Can some other guys get in there? Can they bring some other guys in and hit? Can they bring some other guys um, in to hit? Henry says, congrats, Blake, on being clear by compliance. Um, if that – you know, I, I posted – the, the picture today of being up at uh, uh, <laughs> uh, near football ops, uh, some people have joked with me about uh, having to go up there to to go to compliance. Um, I can tell you compliance had nothing to do with it. Uh, and then after we went to lunch, there's this little taco place right next to um, the football ops. Um Amazing. By the way, saw Garrett Dellinger today, one of the players I saw. Massive. Massive. Not not six five, six six as uh some recruiting services said. Um massive kid. Huge hands. He's like a kid that you know that comes from the mid the Midwest or yeah, Midwest. Like you know that that kid's from Michigan. <laughs> right? Like you know for a fact Garrett Dellinger is from Michigan when you when you see him. I mean Look, here's a picture frame of me and my wife, okay, on my desk. That's how big that kid's hands are. By the way, look at my beautiful wife. Baby, I love you. Um, but that's how big those kid this kid's hands are. Massive. When you say that your kid can play in the SEC and can play for LSU, no, he can't. Majority, no, he can't. <laughs> Guys, no, he can't. I'm just gonna tell I'm gonna tell you that now. I'm going to tell you that now. Brody says, uh, I'm also sure Marceau is out the door. Maybe. Maybe. Uh-oh, we got a little money up in this thing. Mark sends us some money. Support AYS. Thank you, Mark. So, everybody on YouTube that sends us the uh, super chat uh, on YouTube, we greatly appreciate that. Mark, I, I can't thank you enough for sending us the cash on the super chat. So, uh, guys, that really helps us. I mean, look, we're building something here. We want to be doing this full-time, have other shows, have salespeople, have interns, uh, have other podcasts. So when you do that, that that just means a whole other network uh, for us to do shows. So I really appreciate that uh, moving forward. Uh, let's see. Henry says, hashtag ask Blake, in your mind, what are the three keys for season success? Um, <clears throat> number one, staying healthy. <clears throat> LSU's got to stay healthy. uh, 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 uh mainly 
on both lines of scrimmage. Um, if you remember in 19, yeah, you had Rashard Lawrence that got beat up a little bit, missed some time, but you still had a guys that a lot of guys that could rotate in. He never missed a huge game. Uh, but and, and here's another thing, Henry, that you had guys like Brayden Fajoko, who's a friend of this show, who's been on the show, who you could rotate in and out of there. Guys like Glenn Logan, Neil Farrell are some other guys that you put in there. Tyler Shelvin at that time. Um, you got to stay healthy on both lines of scrimmage. Depth and experience is a big deal. It's a very big deal. That That is the key. That is the key. If you can stay healthy, I have faith in Durante Jones and I have faith um, in Jake Peets to, to do things. I have faith in Ed Orgeron. Look, there's times last season that I came on this post-season show, or post-game show and I ripped Ed Orgeron to shreds. Okay, like some of the things that they were doing, the fourth and one against Alabama, you got a 6'6 quarterback who's 245 pounds, sneak it to get a yard. That game changes if you score against Alabama on your first possession. You can't convince me otherwise. Momentum shifts. You get confidence when you score a touchdown against the number one team in the country. Um, so there were some things. But I do have faith in Ed that they can they can go out there and do, do some stuff. Um, that is the number one goal. That is the number one goal from this team. They got to stay healthy. Um, number two, I, I would say the biggest part um, defensively is they got to communicate. Guys, I mean, look, if LSU gives up half of the points that they – not yards. Guys, because to me, yards don't mean shit if you can't score. Guys, if you get in the red zone and keep kicking field goals, it don't mean shit how many yards you get. If you can put seven po- – and what made LSU <clears> – golly. <throat> and 17 so good – I mean, 19 so good was they didn't get three, they got seven. Can LSU communicate defensively? Can they get stops in the red zone? We saw what some of the things Durante did in a basic scheme. Guys, basic. I mean, the simple, and I can't emphasize this enough. Some of the things that they did in the back half in the red zone is NFL-level shit. Okay, guys, when you, you see this from teams that have guys in the secondary, juniors and seniors, and I'm and maybe not many juniors. I mean, a lot of experience. Now, when you do have the experience and guys that have played a lot, Jay Ward, Derek Stingley, uh, 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 McGlothern, uh, got some experience at the later part of the season, and Eli Ricks, can they communicate? Uh, the third, I would just say, don't let the game get too big for you. Um, I, you know, Joe Burrow was the guy that settled everybody down. Do they have that leader in the locker room? Again, I continue to hear, and, and multitudes of people around Baton Rouge and LSU, and I'm just going to leave it here on this one. Max Johnson is becoming your leader in that locker room. Hands down, he's not the focal guy. Neither was Joe. Now, Joe would Joe would you know rattle off at your ass if you got in his face. There's no questions about that. Max lets them actions talk. A guy from a, a basketball length away hitting up. I mean, come on. Just I mean that kid can ball now. Uh oh, we got some more cash up in this thing. We got some cash. Craig Schilling says hashtag match mark. I appreciate that, Craig. Craig has been a very instrumental for us um, in helping us grow. He posts some videos and stuff like that. So, Craig, my guy, I appreciate you as always. My man. My man. 
Uh, James Washington says compliance department needs some youth in it. <laughs> James Washington with the comment of the night. The comment of the night. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Kyle sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you, Kyle. I really, really appreciate when you guys do that. Um, Hayden says, hashtag ask Blake, with all the baseball transfer portal news, what's your way too early starting nine look like uh, pitching? I'm not going to go pitching. I think it's too much of an overhaul. We'll have to do a segment on that. Um, Morgan, or let's just go Cruz leading off. He loves in that spot. Um God, now you put me on the spot, and that's why I like to be prepared. I forget the kid's name already from um, from Arizona. I know that your guys are gonna are gonna hit me up with that. God, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Jacob Barry, uh, Jacob Barry. Then you have Trey Morgan. You'd have Doty. You'd have Duga. Um, Bianco's back, and look, that kid got hot. You got Thompson, guys. You got to and look. I don't know if, if Gavin Dugas is gonna come back, but if you get him. Uh, how do you how do you end the rest the, the bottom of that order is going to be interesting. Do you put Zach Arnold in there? Uh, do you move Doty over to second? Can can Arnold DH guys? You're going to be able to hit, um, especially with the process that Jay Johnson wants to bring in. Uh, with that being said, can he get a guy like a Suzak from Arizona, the catcher? Does he bring somebody in to replace Malazzo, who guys at the end of the season wasn't hitting above 150? Guys, I was 150 pounds in seventh grade. Okay. Probably a little bit more than that. If you can't hit my weight that I was in the seventh grade, you're not an SEC baseball player. I don't care how good you are defensively. My opinion. Because you have too many other catchers. You see Vanderbilt and and Mississippi State right now who have a catcher that's hitting above 230, 250. You got to have that. You got to be able to score runs. If you can't have a guy that hits and doesn't have a base hit in a month and a half, you're not going to win games. Um... So we'll see. But if that kid can find a way to hit, he's deadly. He's very deadly. Uh, Jeff says, I am jacked up about the new coach. Uh, so excited for the 2022 season. Hope Marceau goes, comes back. I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that. Kenny says, I remember that Moron had a two-by-four. I uh, don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. Uh, Jacob Cole, what's up, Jacob? He says, does losing your started left tackle – give Max a little bit more of an edge over Miles since he has a little bit more mobility as a lefty. I think anytime you lose an O-lineman, and I think anytime, regardless if you have a starting five that returns, the guy that's more mobile helps your O-line. Guys, I can't emphasize this enough because there are shows that, that people that cover LSU that they do, and, and the, the way that they talk about O-line play it is the biggest it is the biggest misstep from a lot of people because if you don't that is one position that if you don't play it you don't know it and I, I don't mean that in a wrong way like I, I really don't guys if you have four seconds to be if you're a quarterback and you have four seconds in the pocket guys that is a long time you have individuals running 40 yards 40 yards in four seconds so a wide receiver can get 40 yards down the field, and that's the most time that you are giving a quarterback. You have to be able to get the ball out before four seconds. Miles Brennan, per SEC StatCat, again, again, had more time in the pocket in the first three weeks than any other quarterback in the country and in the SEC. <laughs> O-line was shitty, though, right? I mean, guys, sometimes 
Stats will lie to you. Sometimes they don't. Time does not lie to you. And we're not talking about him rolling out. We're talking about time in the pocket. Okay? Uh, I do think that he gives you uh, – I don't care that the kid doesn't throw 98-mile-an-hour 90, fastball. I care if it's if it's accurate and I care if it gets there. If it gets there, then okay. I mean, guys, he had no issues at Florida. He had no issues at Ole Miss. You know who also didn't have the biggest arm and doesn't have the biggest arm? And it never bothered Joe Burrow. Arm strength is something that is extremely flashy. It's not something – you do not have the most elite arm talent. You don't. Not to win in today's game. Really ever, you don't have to have the bazooka. Guys, Dan Marino had the best arm that we've probably ever seen in the last 50 years. I mean, the guy literally had a bazooka attached to his shoulder and didn't win a, and didn't win a Super Bowl. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, guys with that kind of an arm and that kind of mobility do not grow on trees. They just don't. They just don't. So, Harold Woods says, O-line performance depth can make or break this LSU team. I do think that depth does. Um, Now, I say all that to say, and I think Harold's right here, depth can play an issue. Injuries uh, can play an issue. You have guys that go down, that's going to be an issue. That's going to be an issue. Guys, next season, you have, let's just say hypothetically, hypothetically, Dare Rosenthal comes back. And then everybody leaves next season. Guys, you got a whole starting new five. You're gonna have to get guys reps in these games that don't really that that you're gonna blow teams out at. You're gonna blow out McNeese State. Get Anthony Bradford in at right guard and let him start. Okay, or or or, or by, let him rotate. Garrett Dellinger, I think that, you know, maybe he can play right tackle if you needed him to. I kick that big, that big, that big cornbread fed sucker. I kick that some gun right back inside. I would. I would. You got to get these guys reps now. You got to get these guys reps. Killed Ed Orgeron early in his tenure. Killed him. I mean, that's one thing that I will say about Ed that I do not agree with. Look, man, if you're up 35 in the fourth quarter, pull son of a bitches. Okay? I mean, I don't mean that in the wrong way. Pull these guys. Let the young bucks go in there. I get why he doesn't do it. I look. I can. I fully understand why he doesn't do it. You got to pull these young bucks. You, I mean, you got to pull them for these young. Uh, these these younger bucks. You just got to. Uh, Cedric Ross says, "What's up, Blake? My cousin coached Darren. Okay. In high school, that is. He says, okay. I dig it. I dig it. I like it." Uh, Jeremy Marshall sends us some stars via Facebook, I believe. No, that's just a period. Okay, never mind. Jacob Savoy, uh, or no, that's Harold Woods. Jacob Savoy says, who do you think Johnson had this talk with? Do guys want him or more so? Uh, I, w- I do know this. I know this for when we're f- I know this one for a fact. He's talked to Fontenot. He's talked to, good- he's talked to Duga. Marceau's in the building. I think he talked to all three of them. Okay, so I know that he said he talked to one of them and they're they're leaning to come back last night in the press conference. I can tell you for a fact he talked to two of them. The other one, eh. I mean, I know he's in the building, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, guys, go ahead and start putting your Rudy Poos of the week inside of the chat. We will get to all of them. So I don't, I'm, I don't get one. 
You get to put your Rudy Poos of the Week inside the chat. I give it to you. It's your segment. We're going to be doing it every Monday. The Rudy Poos of the Week. Put them in there, and we're going to get to a break. We'll get everybody's uh, Rudy Poo of the Week in there. So let's take a quick break. Stay stay put. Stay here. We'll get you your Rudy Poo of the Week. And we got to talk about our good friends over at moinkbox.com. Guys, free bacon for a year. Just got my free bacon for a year. What you been doing? Do you want free bacon for a year? Then go over to mockbox.com. Tell me, good friend, Mr. Blake Rufino at AYS. Sent you on by. Guys, I can't emphasize enough how moinkbox.com definitely and certainly has the best specialty meats on the market. Go over to moinkbox.com and join the moink movement today. Moinkbox.com slash believe right now. And all the listeners on this show will get free bacon for a year with every box ordered. Again, that's free bacon for a year with every box ordered. That's one year of the best bacon that you'll ever taste, but it's for a limited time offer. So you got to go in there today. You got to put moinkbox.com slash believe. And I got to tell you, the steaks, the chicken, the salmon, everything that they're going to send you, you can customize your box to be a special order for you. Again, that's moinkbox.com, moinkbox.com slash believe. And our good friends over at Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. That's drakewilliamslawfirm.com, 985-386-7600, 985-386-7600, DWI, Real Estate Successions, everything that you need from your attorney, the Drake Williams Law Firm will get done for you Today, again, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, and our good friend, Mr. Richie Roche, over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. I'm going to do this one. Hold on. Guys, you got to get over to Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Had somebody call me today, talk about the back patio that they put in. It's not just the lawn uh, lawn service. They can put in back patios. They can do so many things for you today. Get over to richierochet.com, 225-937-7220, 225 225- Nine three seven seven two two zero. Okay, that's Richie Roche at Rochelandscape.com. Ryan Thibodeau sent us ten dollars uh, via super chat on YouTube, guys. Y'all gonna make me cry when y'all do that. I mean, it really just helps us do that. It really helps us grow and and to build. Uh, but he does say Ryan Thibodeau sends us the ten dollars and says Rudy Poo of the year or week slash year is the NCAA, and I'm assuming. I'm assuming that you're talking about with the NC State. Uh, Kurt Paul says, lazy take, rather defense. Uh, the catcher is a defensive premium position. Kurt, not, it's not a lazy take. You know how I know that that's not a lazy take? He's hitting 132. Kurt, I mean, with all due respect, you do realize going from 132 to 250 is another 50 hits in a season. Like, you understand that, correct? 50 hits that Alex Malazzo left at the plate. He did nothing for you. In the Super Regional, you had runners on second and third. You were down 3-1, and he strikes out. It's not a lazy take. I don't give a shit what anybody tells me. Is his defense superior? Yes. He's not hitting above 200. Nobody in the College World Series had a catcher hitting below 200. Nobody. I get defense as a premium, but you cannot convince me a guy hitting 132 or below 150 belongs in a lineup. He's got to have, and look, I get that his defense is really good, but lazy take, 
Don't say a lazy take because of the simple fact. We come in here and give you the stats. I have to look it up. That's not a lazy take. A lazy take is saying that he's going to be in the he's going to be drafted and he's an MLB guy right now. No, he's not. No, he's not. Guys, the one thing that I hate more than anything, and this goes for people that I've ripped on, don't say lazy take. Guys, I get it. There are people that do lazy takes. People prepare for this. Kurt, I love you. It's not a lazy take. Brandon Reese says, Josh Pate from 247 Sports thinks LSU can win a national title this year. I saw that. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, He did say that a lot of things got to fall in line for LSU, though. That a lot of things got to fall in line for LSU. Um, That's big statements and big words. All right, Chris Barnes-Hill says, Rudy Poo of DeWink. The MSU fans that used racial slurs toward Vandy parents last night. Okay. Did not hear that. Did not know that. Wow. Uh, Kirk, our good friend, says Rudy Poo of the Week is the NCAA Medical Committee and the NCAA in general for ruining one of the inter, uh, entertaining College World Series in a while. I agree with that. I agree with that one. I have a couple in here. Jeremy says Rudy Poo of the Week, the Vandy Whistler, along with Hayden, says... Uh, the Vandy Whistler. I dig it. Guys, how annoying is that dude? Right? Like, how annoying is that dude? I mean, it is just, oh, my God. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. I mean, it is the most annoying thing on the face of the planet. The most annoying thing on the face of the planet. I just got a lot of NC states in here. All right, Robert Plaisant said that uh, the College World Series is starting at 8.09. Okay, so we'll be off. We will be off um, to be able to watch it. That's going to be fun. Brian Williams also says the Moose State fans at College World Series using racial slurs towards Vandy parents. Rudy Poo of the week. Guys, why did I not see that? Why did I not see that? That's bullshit, man. If you're a racist and a bigot... (laughs) God bless your soul. Guys, there's no there's no room for that. There's no room for it. There's no room for racism. Racism also equals not only immaturity, but it equals <laughs> how do I want to put this? Um Let's just leave it at immaturity. Even more than that. People don't people aren't people are taught that. People don't grow up that way. My kid has no idea. You know, he's got he's got kids in in his class that don't look like him. We don't teach him that shit. Um, Jacob Cole says, hashtag Rudy Poo of the Week, the Archie fan on Twitter comparing how the NCAA handle NC State and Will Wade. Oh, man. This is going to be interesting. Rudy Poe of the Weeks are about to get interesting. I I, I, I think, I think <laughs> uh, we might have overshot this one. Um, Mark says Rudy Poe of the Week to MLB umpires. Yeah, guys, I'm not sure if y'all saw this, but making guys strip in the middle of the field, did y'all see Atani uh, for the Angels stripping down and laughing about it? Like, hey, by the way, I'm going to strip, but I'm going to come back out here and throw a 99-mile-an-hour fastball. I don't have anything on me. 
That is uh, pretty stupid. Chase Abair says, hashtag Rudy Poo of the week. Rain delay on two uh, on game two of the College World Series, especially after last night too, right? Like especially after game one was in a rain delay. Uh, David says, okay, his defense is superior, then he should be a defensive replacement at best, but you can't if you can't hit your weight, you don't belong in the SEC period. I agree with that one. I, I fully I fully agree with that. And it's not it's not a lazy take to say a guy's gotta hit above his weight. Guys, if he's two hundred pounds, then what? I'm even I'm a, even okay if the kid hits one ninety. He goes from one thirty two to two fifty. Guys, that's fifty hits in a season that he's missing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're and we're talking about that. Come on, man. I mean, come on. That 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 comes to a point that we just we don't know. C King says the Vandy parents should have knocked their hillbilly asses out. <laughs> they, I, I'm sorry for laughing, but they should have. That's what happened. That, that's why Mississippi State's never won a national title in anything. So let me let, let me retract what I said about Mississippi State the other day. I did not see that. Uh, Paul says, are we sure that happened before we throw rocks at Mississippi State fans? Due process applies there, too. We got people saying it, you know. um, You're right. Due process does belong there. We do have a lot lot of people saying it. Um, But if they're saying it, I'm pretty sure they're not making that one up. Uh, Colby says, dang, been missing the show, boy. I'm Rudy Pooh. Sorry. So are you not, Colby, are you nominating your own self for a Rudy Pooh of the week? That's a man that's just damn honest. <laughs> Remington says bills are the hashtag Rudy Pooh of the week. That's true. And we got to pay him around this thing. Guys, if I could, if, if I was a multi-billionaire, well, we probably, the, the reason I'd probably be a billionaire is because I do have sponsors, but. You know, I'd rather talk. Go figure. I I am going to give a Rudy Pooh of the week. I'm going to give a Rudy Pooh of the week. Listen, I had a guy on Twitter yesterday. Can't remember his name. Runs a podcast. And it was something. I, I even forget what I put on there. And I just said something. I said, hey, this is a thought. I don't know how I feel about it, but just letting you know what I think. And um, he said, well, I don't agree with you, and it's talking heads like you that just make no sense. And so I, I asked him, I'm like, don't you do a podcast? Like, doesn't that make you a talking head? Like, the guy does a podcast. All you do is talk. <laughs> so the Rudy Pooh of the week, we're talking heads. Let's see. Love thy neighbor, says Derek. Uh, Blaine says, Rudy Poo of the Week, LSU Compliance Office. I was surprised that that one didn't come up first. Really surprised that LSU Compliance didn't come up first. I was pretty sure that one would come up first. Let's do this before we get out of here. All right, well, let's get a couple more, and then we're going to get out. Chelsea Roberts says, Rudy Poo of the Week, UGA. Oh, God. That's right. The Rudy Poo of the Week, UGA Academic Standards. (laughs) I don't know if y'all saw this. Did y'all see that Eric Gilbert got Academic Player of the Week? (laughs) That ain't funny, man. I shouldn't be laughing at that. But come on. 
It's too easy. Oh, gosh. Eric Gilbert, the academic player of the week for Georgia. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up. God, you can't make it up. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the kid's not even enrolled at Georgia yet. Technically, he is. Technically, he's taking classes. Uh, uh, Ricky says, foodie poo is being way overused. What's the Rudy poo of the week? All right, two more, then we're going to talk about some recruiting. Um, Jarrett says, Blake, Rudy poo of the week is the LHSA. I agree with Jarrett there. I agree. They always have been the Rudy Pooh. <laughs> and Kirk says, Gilbert must be taking just show up 101. Maybe so. Maybe so. All right, I do want to get to this. I do want to get to some recruiting news very quickly. Um, there's some interesting things rumbling in LSU recruiting. So hit the like, hit the share, tell you people we're about to talk some recruiting. Um, let me say this. And some of these guys you're going to already know and say, Blake, duh. Um, I'm going to be a little honest with this one. Paul Eskine, I just said it again. I said, I'm going to be a little honest. Blake will tell the truth. I always say that. So let me back up. Let me back up. Um, I don't know. Let me preface it by saying I do not talk recruiting a lot. I get my good friends like Mike Scarborough to come on the show and others to talk some recruiting. I don't normally do segments about talking recruiting unless we have some bigger uh, uh, bigger guys. Um, guys, it's all hands on deck for Quincy Wiggins, okay? Um, what that kid has shown at LSU, what that kid has shown at the Alabama camp, I even got word from some people at Alabama that he just showed out there, that he, he, he went up far up their boards. Uh, guys, when you have a defensive lineman that's 6'6", 260, okay, that runs and is as athletic and is as strong and is as physical as Quincy Wiggins, guys, it would not surprise me that Quincy Wiggins is your next five-star. The kid can go is literally more than likely going to go from a three-star to a five-star, and it's, it's justified. I've been told that Quincy Wiggins, it is all hands on deck. It's not just uh, Andre Carter. It's not just Durante Jones. It's not just this person and that person. All hands on deck. Whatever that kid needs, we go get Quincy Wiggins. Here's some names that I think that we need to watch out for. Harold Perkins, the linebacker from Texas, I think is going to be really interesting. He's making a lot of waves at LSU. I think that he's he's high on their board. Don't necessarily think he's high on their board. Kelvin Banks, the offensive lineman. Something that I think is interesting uh, AZ Thomas and Denver Harris, two guys that easily can play DB, and we know what Corey Raymond likes to do, likes to get long, lengthy, lengthy corners. Uh, Jamon Tapp, Citizen, and Emory Jones. Of those individuals, it would not surprise me before the season. Emory Jones being one of them. Um, that Emory Jones commits before the season. I feel that Emory Jones is the best interior lineman in the state. Clearly. The kid is not a three-star, okay? The things that I've seen from Envery Jones out of Catholic, that kid's not a three-star. The things that he did at LSU camp showed, improved, that kid's not a three-star. 
He might be one of the better guards that I've seen and some of the tape that I've seen from LSU camp, Alabama camp, Florida, you know, wherever the camps are, 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 at, are at, he might he might to me be one of the better interior linemen. Wouldn't be surprised if that kid commits soon. I say all this to say this. I say all that to say this. I do think that Ed Orsron's up to something. And I do think that Ed Orsron and staff and, and company have a bigger energy. And, and look, Ed, what's crazy is, is that even though the energy was down for LSU last year in recruiting, it's not like that right now. And I would not be shocked at all if LSU ends up with the number one overall class. They're going to continue to get guys that pop. Just talked about Emory Jones. Can they go get some of those five stars from other states to come in? Because this Louisiana class is loaded. The energy, the the detail, and I'm going to tell you the biggest thing. It doesn't matter if they're a three-star or not. Like Emory Jones or like Quincy Wiggins. They have a very good eye for talent and something that Ed does not get credit for. So does his staff. Going to be very interesting to see how these next six, seven, eight, nine weeks play out and some kids committing before the season. Going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. Uh, I like. I like. Let me let me count this again. I like for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So of the ten guys that I mentioned, I, I could easily see seven of those guys. And I think that if you get seven of those guys, you're you're in the in the driver's seat for the number one class in the country. Um, talking to some people today. They feel very confident in this in those seven guys. Um, there are some guys from out of state that they're not, you know, they're confident in, but they're not so confident right now. So we'll see. Um, MLM on YouTube says hashtag Ask The problem is our homegrown catcher was starting for Texas, and that and that's the point. And, and, and so is Malazzo, and Malazzo's from Zachary. That kid is really good defensively, thrown out, thrown out, and saved a lot of runs. Guys, he's hitting over two fifty. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. James Washington says, Rudy Pooh of the week. Uh, R- Rudy Pooh of the week. Me, first show in months I've been able to catch because of deployment, and it's th- uh, 345 here. Well, James, thank- first off, James, thank you for your service. So, everybody, find this comment on Facebook. Go to James Washington. Give him a thumbs up. Hit that like on James. James, thank you so much for your service and everything that you do. Thank you for watching us at 345 in the morning. Uh, we can't, not all of us in here, so the 208 of us that are in here right now, we cannot thank you, James, enough for your service. Stay safe, come back, come before football season, and we'll have fun. Uh, Shane says, Blake, how else can I donate to you? Uh, it's not letting me send stars for some damn reason. Yeah, YouTube. AYS Sports, and I, I greatly appreciate that. Our, our YouTube page, ever since we got monetized, has kind of taken off, and it, I, I love it. <laughs> you know, I, I, you spend money to forget to get people to uh, subscribe. It's been awful. All right, uh, awesome. All right, a couple more. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Chris says, if he commits to LSU, then they'll make him, uh, they'll make him a three-star. I, I, I don't get that one. I mean, Quincy Wiggins, guys, is not a three-star. He's not a four-star. I mean, that kid, I'm going to tell you this, that kid is probably going to be in the top 10 of every SEC recruiting board in the country. (laughs) 
Emory Jones is climbing up big boards in the country. I could tell you that one for a dog a doggone fact. Really good teams in the SEC have Emory Jones a lot uh, very high on their board. Um, so does LSU. So does LSU. Um, Jacob says, God bless you, James Washington. Appreciate who you serve and how and uh yep. Um, let's see, Ryan says, thank yes, thank you, and for your family at James. Uh, Chase says Justin Jefferson was a three-star. Yeah, and this crazy thing is they made him a three-star because of grades. I mean, what are we – how do we – why are we putting grades in star rankings? Anyway. Uh, we didn't talk about this. Vic just asked me on YouTube, what do you think about Darius Days coming back? All right, let's do this one really quickly. I think it's huge um, for Darius Days to come back. Um – I, I do think that this is Will Wade's best roster. I do think that this is Will Wade's best roster. I don't think it's close. I do not think it's close. Um, I know that he had Waters, and you know he's had uh, that really good team that made the push a couple of seasons ago. But if this team can find a way to be cohesive with Efton Reed, O'Neal, Days, Pinson, guys, this could be his best team. They better make a push. There's no real excuses for Will Wade after this one. We we've made you know we made an excuse for him last year. There's no excuses now. He better make a push. That's all I'm going to say. I think that they will. I think that they're a top twenty team going into the season. You guys probably need to get on Dickie V's ass. You know, I mean, look, he's always trashing LSU. Might as well just go trash Dickie V's old oatmeal eating ass. I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude to Dickie V and his oatmeal eating, but, I mean, if he wants to trash LSU, why can't we brag to him that Darius Days is returning? Days is going to probably be at the three now. He could play a stretch four, back in a position. He could play the wing. He could shoot threes. He doesn't have to be uh, play the five. He And really the t- reason why he got in so much foul trouble last year, after Reed can be down, back down there and get the rebounds. And, look, if you absolutely need days to be at the four and get your rebounds, he can do it. I like that he's coming back. And, look, I heard him, and, and congrats, I guess. I don't know if it's a congrats, but congrats to Jordy Collada for getting him on and having the breaking news um, uh, on there. I mean, we published it. I thought it was great that he's coming back. And one thing about in listening to that kid, he sounded energetic. He sounded very energetic. He sounded gr- want, like he wanted to come back to LSU. Really interesting. All right, a couple more. We got to get out of here. We got to go. Um, <laughs> Jacob Cole says, hey, 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 nothing wrong with eating oatmeal. Y'all know what I, I'm saying. And, and look, James, look at all these people just thanking you for your service, man. I, I'm glad that we were able to have this. Look, if this show meant absolutely nothing, it was great for James to be able to, you know, for everybody to, uh, as Jamie Hodges says, uh, says here, God bless you, James Washington. Um, so thank you, guys. Uh, Colby says the same. Uh, so thank you guys uh, for for doing that for James. James, we'll see you later. Stay safe. And guys, everybody on AYS, I love the Rudy Pooh of the week. Let's make it a thing. Let's make it a thing on Monday or Tuesdays. We will see y'all again tomorrow. Let's go watch the College World Series. Suns in six. All right, guys, we'll see y'all later. Have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.